Welcome to Forever Exile, the Path of Exile podcast. I'm Justin, a.k.a. Tags. Tyler Record Days. And I'm Brittany. Hey, Brittany, back for 131 of Forever Exiled, a Path of Exile podcast. Heck yeah. Mostly We're Path of Exile. Mo- mostly Path of Exile. Mostly. You, Some you just, lawn care. You just never know what you're going to get. Some Your whiskey. first 14 minutes is just chilling with us, so suck it up. Okay. <laughs> well, not just you. To the To the... To the commenters, you know? <laughs> oh, my bad. Sorry, I just get through. The commenters. Did Did you want to talk about your lawn, BK? No. Okay. Well, it'll come up. <laughs> I don't have one right now. It's just the jungle of kudzu. Yeah, we learned about kudzu before the podcast. So if you don't know what it is, Google it. You'll learn. It was informative. I found out many things. Mm-hmm. It's Southie. Yeah, but it's new to the States. Started in Asia. <laughs> God, where else? What else could I tell you? Uh, big shout out to our patrons, Baggin33, for joining this week. Thank you very much. For everybody else who supports podcasts, your faces are awesome. We love you. If you're curious what our Patreon is, it gets you access to After Dark, which is our podcast after the podcast, and more stuff and things, etc. Thanks. Agreed. Thanks. All right. So let's just jump into it. How was, uh, how was everybody's week? BK, you want to start? Uh, Sure. My week has been continued like house improvements, basically, uh, trying to get ready for spring, have some goals in mind as far as what I want to accomplish. Um, so mostly prepping the backyard, getting the garden beds ready, going to be planting a lot, hopefully tomorrow, because the weather here, I'm not going to call it a cold snap because everyone makes the joke about a Floridian saying the word cold. Um, yeah, it's some really nice, pleasant weather. Like it's like a high of like sixty-eight out there right now. So it's Hang like on. beautiful. We got some English. translating. Yeah, here sorry, to I don't know what numbers. that is in non-freedom units. <laughs> no. um, I, I like that. That's such an offensive <laughs> thing to say. Uh, what did you say? Sixty-eight. Sixty-eight. Uh, twenty degrees. God, what are we talking? I want about? twenty degrees. Fahrenheit. Yeah. Fahrenheit. How do you spell Fahrenheit? Really, really is this another American like thing? They just yeah, they just add a bunch of letters. What'd 68 you say? is 20. Fahrenheit is, I thought it was German. Well, you're the only ones I that use know. it. So. Yeah. <laughs> In this I, current conversation. Dang, that's 20, 20 degrees. degrees. Yeah, that's, that's nice. nice weather for us. Yeah. yeah. Okay, continue. So, so, yeah. So, the idea is to get everything done today and uh, go get some yeah. tomatoes and peppers and all that kind of good stuff tomorrow and a bunch of different seeds. I'm going to do green beans a couple different types of peppers a couple different types of tomatoes and do spinach and red lettuce and green lettuce and uh i was Ooh. actually gonna mess around and see if i could um grow some cucumbers and zucchini this time around too okay i have a question because oh, nice. you guys both like to grow stuff uh mm-hmm. do you grow stuff that is then like enough that will last you or do you just grow it as you need it or how does that like how do you um the plants continuously put off products so like the the blooming process and the fruiting process isn't like a one and done thing like it grows and it's like ah yeah and then it's done no and it flops over dead no like (laughs) yeah then the plant gets really tired after (laughs) 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 we'll see you next usually it wants a sandwich as well you have to put a (laughs) 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 but no so like the fruiting process is ongoing so usually it'll last for i mean most like tomatoes for example and the peppers will like just continue Hmm. to grow and grow and grow and it's you can actually take like tomatoes do this really thing cool thing too where there's like this i don't even know what they're called in like non-gardening lingo but they're called suckers and it's like the way the plant 
uh, grow certain stalks that you can actually trim off parts of it and repropagate it so you can make more plants from your plant as it goes. And then those are on slightly different growth cycles. So it kind of staggers when it's blooming so that you have like a continuous supply, but you only need like a couple plants to get started. And then, you know, the first freeze comes and well, for you guys, it's much earlier, but for us, it's like November, maybe early December and like kills everything. And then like you just kind of let the garden die. Do you have problems though with wa- like too much water? Uh, I mean, I, I plant in a raised garden bed so that it will drain. I have like a whole system as far as like how the, like, cause I, I went two feet down on mine and then like, there is like layers of, uh, there's like a rocky layer and then like a layer of nothing but straw and then sort of like mulch and then topsoil on top of that. So I have like my own sort of composting bin in each bed as well. Nice. Hmm. Good work. So that it will drain and then there's nothing capping off the rocky layer. So that will actually, if any water gets to that point, then it just goes into the ground really far below where I'm at. So it doesn't make my, my bed soggy. Hmm. So this is like an actual garden. It's not like those, uh, I don't know what those containers are or whatever that people plant. Yeah. It's not like a container at all. It's like a proper garden. I've got two four by four and a four by eight. Oh, like those bi- like big things then. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Hmm. Nice, good for you. And when yeah, does the, the first sp- thing when I asked when I moved in, I'm like, "You don't mind if I put a garden in here?" And she's like, "No." I was like, "All right." Awesome. Good wow. for you. When does the when spring start for you where you are in Florida? Uh, <laughs> like two weeks ago. I've just been lazy. Oh, okay, but and it is, it is relatively early. light. Like it's normally March mm-hmm. or early February or. You can you can go like late February depending on if there's a freeze or not and if you have the ability to cover your plants. Like if you're going from seed, you want to start all of your seedlings like February. Totally. But if you're going from plants, like March is usually safe as far as planting because it it still gets down to like the 40s, but it won't freeze again. Hang on. Oh, hey, hold on, hold on. Before you check it oh, out. Oh, sorry. Again. When I when I typed it in, the very first <laughs> option in Google was, you know how it says like people also ask, and the very top one was. How do you convert Fahrenheit to Celsius easily? And then in bold, it says the temperature conversion is easy to do. Take the Fahrenheit temperature and subtract 32. Multiply this number by five, divide this number by nine, and now you have your answer. I was like, easy. Wait. You got <laughs> no. You know what's easier? Simpletons. Type it into Google. It's so easy. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, exactly. Try and do that while you're driving oh. and you get an accident. Yeah, that was dividing right. by nine. 40 oh. is uh, four degrees. I mean, thank goodness kilograms to pounds is easier because that's just multiplying or dividing by 2.2. I just do two. So that's easy. Yeah. <laughs> well, we have to be a little bit more precise giving medicine by weight as a paramedic. Oh, yeah, I guess so. You can <laughs> I just can't guess. just like, like grab yes. a handful of aspirin and throw it at someone's mouth and be like, oh, whatever yeah. sticks, that's the dosage. That's if good. it was morphine, that's what I would be wanting. <laughs> oh, just, like, just until I feel that heat. Just keep. No, I don't feel. Oh, there we go. <laughs> it's my favorite drug in the world. Give me that's more. Awesome. Yep. Yeah. That's cool. You do plant stuff, don't you, Ty? Like you, you yeah. try to plant stuff. Yeah. And I actually like a lot of the same plants that she mentioned. Um, but we are, are, of course, our temperatures are different here. Like she said, we frost early, we spring later. And uh, throughout the season, like we only have maybe three, two hot months. So depending on what you want to grow, it it's not something where you can have you know, like an eight month or a 10 month cycle. A lot of the stuff like peppers, for example, they'll grow slower here. 
and they'll come to fruition and you'll have tons of them, but you'll have tons for maybe a month and then they start fading away. So things like uh, that get away with some, some cool sun with it for things like cucumbers and all that. So just because our seasons are a little bit different and where our yard is, where I can garden, there isn't, there's only a, even though we have a big yard, there's only a small section that gets a permanent amount of sun because of the big trees we have around. So most of the stuff we plant is just for snack, snack stuff. So uh, before the flood, I was getting a raspberry bush to grow along the back fence, which uh, I was really excited for, but that, uh, that, no. that died. And then, so I'll have to start that process over again. But we normally just do stuff like strawberries, carrots. I like my own garlic because that just grows for forever and replants itself. Um, peas. We just do things that when we're out there, we can, oh, look, it's ready. And you can eat it while you're playing catch or something. It's like one of my, I grew up in, I don't know if you'd call it a gardening family, but it was just like one of those things where um, it was cheaper to grow our own produce. So like, it's not that my family necessarily was full of green thumbs. It was just like economically smarter. So we did it. Um, And one of the (laughs) earliest memories, my mom, we used to grow our, our pole beans up on like the fence by the pool. So mm-hmm. I'd be swimming around. My mom would just check pole beans at me the whole time. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, because they needed to be washed anyways, right? So she'd just hawk them across the fucking deck at me and I'd have to go get them. <laughs> and then wash them or what? Yeah, we'd wash them again. But it was just to get like the initial dirt and pests and stuff, like throwing them into a chlorinated pool. I mean, it's the same. Hmm. I don't know. Weird Florida stuff. Maybe that explains a lot. Maybe these chlorinated <laughs> beans are like why Floridians are fucking crazy. Who knows? <laughs> but it was just like a kind of fond memory going up was being pelted with beans. Cool. <laughs> we did strawberries. Did strawberries are really easy to grow here yeah. too. My God. Yeah, it was it wasn't a hanging thing though. Yep. Okay. Yeah, because they don't like to touch the ground, so you usually have to put hay around the bushes and so it lays the strawberries down on the hay instead of putting it directly on the ground if you put it on the ground then the ants are like oh that's mine yeah they just get moldy because they like it mm-hmm. we just had two that hung in the, the porch and yeah it's a big big florida crop because of our temperature and the amount of sun that we get um mostly if it's over grown over by lake city and uh yeah strawberries get like to be you're like a buck 50 a pound here like you can get huge cartons of them for like no dollars. Yeah, that's cheap. Wow, that mm-hmm. is really cheap. Hmm. Yeah, we the thing two things that we have during the summer that are probably like our best crop is sweet corn and strawberries. That's like what summer is to me, at least down here. Nice. That's cool. So you're doing that this week when you're not yeah, broadcasting. Then hopefully your, tomorrow. Uh, hopefully tomorrow. If not Sunday for tomorrow? sure. We'll get it. Yeah. I mean, like it's just me. I'm not growing enough for an entire family. I don't need like a huge, gigantic amount. So it's actually pretty easy to manage. I don't know. How how do you know how many to grow? Do you just guess like how many you need to plant? Mm, I mean, sure. Hmm. But I I end up having, I always plant a little bit more because I do a lot of canning and freezing and preserving too. Hmm. So, like, I grow an abundance of tomatoes, but I basically break it down into, like, a, I don't know, the equivalent of what it would be, but I, I basically just will take the skins off and roast them down and then blend them up with just onion and a little bit of garlic, but, like, no seasoning. And then I freeze that in packs, and what I do, instead of, like, buying marinara sauce, I have these packs of, like, already pre-done stuff. And then, depending on, like, 
when you're heating it back through, you can add like taco seasoning and then it's kind of like a impromptu kind of enchilada sauce or you can add like basil and oregano and now it's a spaghetti sauce. Or you can add some of like the more Moroccan herbs and spices and then all of a sudden you've got a base for like shakshuka or something like that for breakfast. So there's like, if you, you kind of like break it down into a really basic element and then preserve as much of that as possible and then you have it for the rest of the year. Justin's Googling what shakshuka is. <laughs> it's good. If you've never had it. Shakshuka. Yeah. It's so good. It's like, I make that, that every eggs? weekend. So it's like this really oh, spicy tomatoy so kind of peppery sauce. Hey, I'm sauce. learning things, Ty. I'm learning. And then you you put eggs on the top of it and just stick it underneath it the broiler. It looks really good. Yep. And then you just get like a crusty bread, like a nice sourdough, and then that's breakfast. It's good. I heard the word and I was like, eh, she's just making shit up. But nope. yep. <laughs> <laughs> Justin's brain's gonna hurt by the end of this because of all the, the stuff things we're I'm talking gonna come about. out of here knowing. <laughs> yeah, the stuff from before the recording and then during. And after dark, Justin's going to be a deadbeat. Let me tell you something. I'm going to teach you stuff in after dark. Ooh, some avocado. Oh, yeah, that does look really good. It's very fancy. No, it's oh. not. Well, it just if looks you don't want to make it pictures. yourself, you can get it pre-done in a jar and just dump it into a casserole dish and then crack some eggs. Oh, yeah, and the eggs look like they're... super lazy. Eh, I'm up for that. <laughs> huh, it looks good. Listen, if I don't know words, that's what I Google, Ty. <laughs> Hey, good for you. Good for you. Shakshuka. What'd you do, Ty? What'd you do this week? Um, I had a hilarious conversation with my son. Um, he he's he's only seven, but we have a newspaper route, him, his sister, and uh so either Aaron and I uh help him out with it each week. And uh while we're finishing up, uh he's been really focused on money lately, which is really funny. And so they had some door hangers that they had to put on as well as the normal newspapers and they get paid a few extra cents per I door hanger. I hate those things. Yeah, and we have hate 66 them. houses. We, yeah, it was a pain. It took us an extra half hour to get it done and it wasn't the greatest weather. But um, he, for the longest time, he wanted to be a robot engineer. Like we would go to the store and the stuff that stood out to him was like the stuff that you could build and then it would function in a certain way afterwards. And, you know, he ended up being so into it and we get him a whole bunch of those different things for his birthday and stuff. And he always, yeah, I mean, he's seven, right? And we know he's seven, so we're not taking it to the bank, but he's always talking about being a robot engineer and all these cool things he was going to, he was going to do. And then all of a sudden one day he just realized, he's like, I have to, like, I have to do so much to be a robot engineer. And so one day, all of a sudden, just during dinner, he interrupted everybody and he's like, I'm just going to live at home forever. I'm I'm not going to get married. I'm not going to have a job. I'm just going to stay at home forever and I'm going to play video games. And that's now his goal. Like when you ask him what he wants to be, when his teachers ask him, he's going to stay at home and play video games for forever. And he thought that his money, he would just be able to use, because he doesn't understand, we've never explained it to him. Uh, he thought he could just use a credit card and buy whatever he wanted and just stay at home. And Obviously. it was... It was the most hilarious conversation. Unfortunately, a lot of people with credit cards think it's like that too. <laughs> yeah, I know, like, what? You can't? <laughs> what, I have to pay you back? <laughs> there's there's the maximum and limit? <laughs> Interest rates? Yeah, and so it was a hilarious conversation because he's sobbing on the way home. Like we finish our route and we have maybe a 10 minute walk back to the house when we're finished our route. And he is sobbing as he's discovering that he still has to make money to pay off his credit card that a credit card was just a different way to use money it's not free money and it screwed over his plans that he'd been thinking of for like half a year 
like somewhere along the line, he discovered credit cards and thought that it was just free money. And it was just what he was relying on. It's just hilarious to see this six slash seven year old kid's brain going from like, I want to do this to I'm going to stay at home and only use credit cards. And I got the plan. I got it set up like he was heartbroken. It was hilarious. And so anyway, we introduced him to debit cards and uh, it makes sense to him now. But it was it was a really cute, really cute conversation to have. But yeah, no, there was that. Um, I'm still getting articles from April Fool's Day. Uh, screw you, April Fool's Day and Google for thinking that, you know, an article that would have interested me seven, eight days ago <laughs> on April Fool's Day is relevant. So I'm still getting news that Nico Hulkenberg is replacing Sebastian Vettel in Formula One. It's really annoying. And uh, my perimeter drain's almost done. Justin BK. Oh, cool. It nice. is like we all the like the holes, everything's filled, everything's done. There's just a few minor touches to do. And they pl- sprayed hydro seed. I don't know if that's something they have everywhere or not, but it's like this looks like crap, but it's apparently a really fast and good quality growing grass that they sprayed on throughout the whole back and the front. And so we got ribbons all around now, but I actually have a yard. I'm curious. What's the what's the makeup of the grass they're using? Oh my God. Well, yeah, like, I mean, they would use whatever seed. Like, it's, well, I would assume they would use like a, a cool season grass, but I'm curious. There's like five cool season grasses. Do you want so me to I'm send curious. you a picture? I'm looking it up. Well, just drive by. He when has we're done. the internet, Tyler. Yeah, it's back He's on. He's unstoppable. Power. I, I was losing my mind. Our power <laughs> went out before we started recording today, which was yeah, awful. We were just about to sign on and to Discord to do it all. And uh, Justin I had and just I, gotten home and all of a sudden things went off. I was like, what? No, no, mm-mm. Nope, nope, nope. What's happening here? <laughs> and BK was worst. very patient to wait for us. But anyway, yeah, no, my both, uh, all my lawns got uh, sprayed with hydro seed. So it's really ugly right now, but it'll look gorgeous in four to six weeks. Do you and have to water like it yourself? Because apparently it requires yeah. a lot of watering. Yeah, I do. It's going to be a full time job for a month, but it's all right. Hmm. So it's easy for them to put down, but the. <laughs> you got to do a lot of work. The burden after. falls on you to actually make the shit live. Yeah, I was pretty disappointed um, that nothing would have been provided. But at the same time, um, we wanted sod because that just would have been easier. You can just ignore it right. and life goes on. But because of the flood that we had in November, all of the sod farms got destroyed. And so gotcha. they had to start fresh. And so now residential properties aren't the priority. It's more municipalities and things that need to be done in that regards so that are getting the priority sod. So uh, unfortunately, seed was the only option. It quite often contains mulch fertilizer and lime, but uh, you can customize the seed. So I'm curious, do you know what the makeup of the seed was? Oh, no. Hmm. That's a problem. (laughs) Hey, listen, it's going to be way better than grass. That's right. That's right. That's right. 100% crabgrass. If it's all crabgrass, that's fine because it all looks the same. It's all the same. I just don't want splotches. No crabgrass among nice grass. But no, Mm. anyway, I had a good That's really cool, though. Yep. Well, it looks really ugly, but we knew it would. It'll look only, later, though. Yeah, it'll be nice. So I'm excited for it. Uh, Just, do you have a week? So I'm just curious. Like it says, sod requires two weeks of intensive watering to establish well. A hydro-seeded lawn can sometimes require two months of intensive watering. Depends. And right now, wow. we're still freezing at, at night in April. We're still freezing at night. So mm-hmm. it's probably going to be the six-week mark instead of the four-week mark. You guys all have to stay off of it, too? Oh, for two. Wow, for two months. Jeez. Hmm. Yeah. It'll be just in time for summer. Cool. I'm curious to see how it works. I, I'd never heard of it before. 
Yeah. God, the things I'm learning today. <laughs> Your mind is going to explode. Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, I just, I didn't think I had room for more up there, Ty. <laughs> I do. <sighs> I can't come up with things fast enough to say some sort of joke about a small brain already being full, the drawers are not working. Dumb. Out. <laughs> yeah, that's great. <laughs> so anyway, Jess, tell us about your week before we move on. Uh, my week was pretty basic. We had, we dealt with COVID two weeks ago. So that was yeah. whatever. And then my seven-year-old who was treating everyone like lepers, she did not want to get it. She wanted to go to school. She came down with it on Friday oh, no. last week. And she was, <laughs> she was devastating. So, oh, she was like, I can't go to school on Monday. Blah. I was like, you are the weirdest seven-year-old. I know, right? <laughs> Even at that age, I was like, I get to stay home and watch Disney movies. Exactly. And that's what uh... she did. She chilled out at home. She played. She did puzzles. Her sister stayed because there was no point in sending her to daycare if we were going to have to sort out being at home anyway. So I, mm -hmm. her sister stayed home with her and they just played. But I, man, kids when they're sick are, unless they're really bad, they're just so much like they, you would not have known she was sick. And two weeks ago, you knew I was sick for those two days of like the two worst days of COVID for me were just awful. And my kids though are like, I got it. Something's weird in my throat. That's about it. So today was her first day back. Cause we have uh, five days from the time of symptoms and blah, blah, blah here. But so this morning she was, it did not matter what, how she felt. She didn't care. She's like, I'm going to school today today she took like a couple uh lozenges mm -hmm. and she's like yep i'm i'm out of here see ya she was off so yeah my week was it was work and that like trying to work from home it was i was looking forward to today all week because finally my kids were out of the house because it's it's just hard to get anything done with them here so I almost went, aw, because I thought you were mean like the podcast, but. Oh, and that, and the <laughs> podcast, of course. <laughs> what he meant was he kicks kids week. out <laughs> of the house for the podcast because he's so excited to talk to us. Uh -huh. uh, actually, yeah, I did yeah, play. Yeah, yeah. So I've been playing Tiny Tina's uh, Wonderland. Yeah, the, how is the new it? Borderlands. I, you know what? It's actually really good. I did not. I played Borderlands 3 and all the DLCs and I the humor in it was not good compared to to one especially and one and two the humor in this one is very good like it's a dungeons and dragons sort of style they yeah, incorporated... one of the borderlands 2 dlcs yeah. was sort of like this so it's yeah. like a continuation of that original one yeah sort of i don't i don't know how the stories interact because the two characters that are with tina i don't remember them but i assume they've been around in other stories i just don't remember them who are they uh, Valentine and Fret, I think is the robot's name, but they're okay. all voiced by like, like, I think it's Andy Samberg is the Valentine character. Uh, Fret, the robot is uh, Wanda Sykes. And then they've got, um, Will Arnett is the bad guy. He's the dark Lord. <laughs> and they've got like, and then the stories are really fun. Cause they, they play off of like, um, King Arthur and all these other different like sub stories that are side quests and other stuff that are it's just really fun gotcha but it was funny this week while I was playing it because there was a moment where I did think about the podcast coming up because I don't remember I think it was a side quest I can't remember but Valentine he's one of the characters says something and he's disagreeing with Tina tiny Tina who's like running the show and she's not impressed and she she just says are you sassing me 
And I thought, I instantly thought, of, I don't know why, but it made me think of BK. I was like, I could hear her saying it just exactly in that same way. Like, are you sassing me? It was so, uh, it just cracked me up, but it's fun. It's actually really fun. The humor in it's really good. It's kind of fun to play a Borderlands style where I'm actually amused. Because last time it was, it was all like YouTube and streaming and I just, it was everybody's doing yeah, selfies. Yeah, well, considering and, like the big, the big, whatchamacallit, big villains are basically like to Instagram impression yeah. people. I was like, yep. what the fuck is yeah, this? Yeah, they're like these streamer type. It just wasn't, I just didn't get into it. I thought, I, I felt like I had to be like maybe 15 or 20 years younger. And even then, it yeah. was just, it was just it, dull, but it this one's the, really fun. I, I enjoyed a lot of the combat, but I absolutely hated the story. Yeah, the combat was actually really three. good in three. Yep. Yeah. And it is really fun in Tiny Tina's because now you have spells and you can cast spells while you're shooting your gun still. Oh, cool. It's, yeah, it, it is really fun. I've had a lot of fun. The only thing I don't like is it's only on Epic. Like, uh, you can't get it on Steam. There's, yeah. there's like some exclusivity. Yep, yep, yep. That's what thing. Epic does. That's Exclusive that stuff. Dumb. I just don't like it. I don't, yeah. It's not that I care about having to have another launcher. The thing that bugs me more than anything else is every time I load the game, the game loads up, but then in order to sign into your account, it opens up a Chrome window and I have to hit allow and I don't know how to stop that. I have to oh, allow gotcha. Epic to have access to my account every single time I open the game up. So That sounds pretty annoying. But otherwise, the game is actually a lot of fun. But the, are you sassing me? Just cracked me up so bad. I was, it, it did make me think about, oh yeah, it's coming up this Friday. So And then there's Torg, who is amazing. Oh my God, he's so fun. Yeah, he's back. Yeah, they bring back a lot of the characters and some of them are bad guys and good guys. So Mordecai is my favorite. Is he in it? Uh, he was uh, awesome in no, number one. He's not. He was so awesome in one. They bought they they brought from number one, I think, is Brick, right? That he's the big melee yeah, huge yeah, yeah, dude. He comes back, but he's a fairy. He's like in a tutu <laughs> and he's course. got tiny little wings. <laughs> of course, Brick is a fairy. Uh, Torque's hilarious because he's the explosions guy. Yeah. But yeah. he's all about healing. <laughs> He's all about healing the Heal forest with through explosions. his loot. <laughs> yeah, meanwhile screaming and yelling. That's great. Uh, yeah, no, they did a really good job with it. It was fun. But yeah, that was that was my week, man. It was it was hanging out at home, trying to work, and just being done with COVID. Honestly, that's what it was. Just trying to be finished cool. with it, get it out of here, and move on. I had some some people that I had to meet up with uh, yesterday, and they messaged me, and they're like, "So just so you know, we tested positive." For COVID yesterday, not really sure. We had symptoms since last week. I'm like, I don't care. I'll see you at five. <laughs> yeah, already had don't it. Care. Doesn't matter. <laughs> don't uh, care. I'm still in the haven't had it. No department. Wow. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm a fucking cave gremlin. I don't go out. I don't do anything. Yeah, ours came from our office. Yeah, I'm. I'm an American without health insurance. I'm not gonna roll those dice. You have the? Did you get the the vaccine or whatever? I do. Yeah. But I don't know how much of a difference it made. I feel like I, I kept telling myself through it, like, thank God I was going to die for sure because I had to justify it. And also because I felt like garbage, I was like, well, this had to have been worse, right? If I didn't get it. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, probably what you had was like one of the lesser variants too. Like the original OG Corona was probably Yeah. Terrible. Thankfully we don't have like any of the Delta stuff. It's all Omicron here now. But uh, yeah, no, it wasn't fun. I don't want to do it again. But that being said, both my wife and I, as much as we were like not, she had a really hard time with it because she has asthma. But both of us were like, do you remember about four years ago when the flu, we had the flu hit our house? It was the worst two weeks 
probably of Blues my life. can be gnarly. It was Depending awful. on what it is and how recently it's been since you had it and whether or not your immune system knows yep. what the fuck to do. It hit all of us in the house. And our house, we call, it was like a house of death. Yeah. For like two there's like weeks, so many different variations and versions of it that like they only vaccinate against like what they think is going to be like the problem strain but then like some other version of it is like haha bitches it's me instead and then like you have a super bad flu like that yeah it was it was way worse so we're trying we're using we're like okay well it sucked but that was a hundred times worse so yeah and hopefully we don't have to worry about it anymore that's my i'm assuming that i don't care don't i don't need a counter (laughs) argument to that i don't need facts i'm fine with it i'll never (laughs) get it again walking outside and taking (laughs) a big good to go yeah exactly you've taught the immune system what to do now so clearly oh fresh air is the best man when you're i was telling christina i don't know maybe i don't know if other people have the same thing but i have a real big struggle when i'm in my house because i have to be in my house it messes my head up and i'm not the type that typically has like issues or whatever i'm usually pretty fine but when i'm in my house because i have to be because i couldn't take my kids my girls anywhere to go do stuff so i had to stay in the house to work it messes my head up by the end of the day i just don't feel right so i was very happy to get out we would go in the backyard as much as often because i'm like i need to breathe breathe real air and grass i want to smell grass Uh, i paid for this i'm gonna sniff it my kids (laughs) that's right my kids are on the trampoline i'm laying face down in the backyard like (laughs) 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 yeah it was good though good week glad you did we got ty uh this week well are any anybody drinking not right now is that that just uh yeah that's an after dark thing yeah is it only after dark though nobody got a head start i have i have had to do it sometimes just to get through our conversations but not today (laughs) (laughs) well this week in poe was almost non-existent this is got this is gauntlet is going on some fan art and talent competition runners up and stuff concept art there's a sale on the store and then they came up with a microtransaction for storm call looks pretty cool it's how close are we to the end of the league i don't know about a month probably really close a month because no patches i guess that kind of makes sense as we get closer yep so but no it was a dead week it'll be either uh the 6th or 13th of may i think the announcement or the the new league. Oh, cool. So oh, so re- it's only like four or five weeks away then. Yeah, like the week after Bingo League is that when they usually start the announcement of the announcement. You have your Bingo League coming up. Yep. Tell us about it. When does it start? It starts to Friday night, which is right, tonight, right. but... This comes no, on Sunday. I lied. Yeah. The card comes out Friday night. Sorry. Okay. And uh, then Saturday morning is when it starts. Nice. And it's a 10-day event? Yep. Sweet. And is it going to be, I don't know, do you aim for a a difficultiness or do you, like, what's the... Uh, Yeah, I mean, no matter how hard you make something like that, there's always going to be people that can do it in like in a day and a half. And that's kind of where the challenge is. They're jerks. Set up is, uh, so we have like, it's difficult enough that there's a race to get it done that is competitive, but then it's also not difficult enough that people if they really want to like put their nose down and grind can reasonably achieve this usually within 10 days so but then we also have our bounty system which is something that we've started more recently which has like a bunch of numerous fun different challenges and stuff like that too those are based on first to get it or how does that work so the bounty board is usually unless indicated by uh the 
sponsor usually the first to get it. Sometimes they're like, okay, we'll do first and second place. But most of the time it's like a one and done sort of situation. With bingo, we take the top three, get guaranteed supporter packs, and then anyone who finishes the bingo, or a bingo rather, not the bingo, uh, within the 10 days gets entered into a raffle. And then five people from that get a uh, get drawn for 200 points packs. Hey, you do the, the bounty stuff is just people just something they want to add to it? Yeah, they just decide they want to sponsor it and then they pick out like what they want the person to do and a relative prize that they want to offer for it. Um, we need a forever exiled one time. Yeah, you guys can sponsor it if you want to. I did win this league even too. Uh, so I have a dog what that likes to it? stand on its hind legs all the time, Evie. Um, she stands up on her hind legs all the time and I just, every single time she does, I have this habit of telling her, wow, you're so tall. <laughs> she's a dachshund, so she's like a foot off of the ground even while standing. And so my bounty is called the Gargantuan because she is so tall. Uh-huh. And so everyone, someone has to collect the entire Arc Nemesis inventory of nothing but Gargantuan modifiers. And they win a stash tab bundle if they do it. That's my bounty. So they go around, they map, they pick up Gargantuan. When it's full, they can turn it in. And if they're the first person to turn it in, they get stash tabs. That's the first time cool. we've actually had stash tabs as a reward, usually that's not... Uh, most people do like armor or wings or hideouts and stuff like that. But I was like, we haven't done any stash tabs ever, so I'll be the first person to do that. How, how, do you, how would you gift somebody wings? Um, so what I do is I basically, I talk to one of the, there's a lady that handles like the head of customer service or whatever. I just send her an email with like an itemized list. And then she sends me like a link and, uh, it's basically oh, the total value of those points. And then and you just pay for that. And yeah, it, it, she sends it to me like it's a div card thing. All right. <laughs> Why are you? Did you have to buy it two hundred points at a time? Yep. Uh, okay. Here's what I have to do. It has Our to be a certain lead. type um, or a certain uh, over a certain amount, though, because like mine is usually like well over six hundred dollars. So ours was I don't know four hundred or so. I don't remember how much it was, but I every single league have gotten back from them something that is similar to this one, which was. Could you buy two nullifiers, one imperator, one 100, 150, and then email us back? And don't, don't spend, spend any of the points. So then I do it and I send them an email back and they're like, okay, thanks. We'll send this to the next level. And then I just have to sit there and wait. It drives me crazy every single private league. And I wasn't even going to bring it up, but actually oh, no. they are <laughs> one of the dumbest companies when it comes to trying to get money from people. Like if my... It's so weird that they want to wash it through normal supporter packs. Because for me, even when it was like in the early stages of Bingo and Bingo is really small and we only had the 210 total cost, um, it was, they would always tell me to buy 200 points packs. Like, don't buy any supporter packs. Don't do anything like that. Because I wasn't allowed to get like the physical goods from them or anything like that. I had to make sure I said no to physical goods if it was one includes, because we've done that in the past too when they're higher amounts. Make sure you say no to the physical goods. There was one time where they charged me for the wrong thing or they told me to buy the wrong thing and then they had to tell me to go buy this other thing. And it boggles my mind that they don't provide the ability to just say, hey, I would like to buy whatever x amount of money two thousand points or whatever yep yeah. for for like a a parent or or a, i don't know somebody that wants to buy something for their kid or their partner or something that plays the game 
the idea that you have to have an account and know how to get in and know what the, I just think it's, it just, it boggles my mind every single private league because they just make it hard for someone to give them money. And that seems so stupid. I always got super angry about having to buy it. You know, when you have to, you have 800 something dollars worth of bounties and normal bingo prizes and they're like, buy it $20 pack at a time. Like I was going fucking insane. Yeah. And so finally yeah. I got the ability to do it through like a the div card. So they like make it so that like I buy a div card, but I don't actually buy a div card. They right. just take the money and then generate the codes for me. Which is awesome because for I was saying to Tyler, when we for this one private league that we just finished, in order to get the points, cards and whatever, the packages that we needed to get out to people, uh resulted in me getting twenty-four, twenty-four emails. Because of all the combinations of like, you're paying money to Steam, Steam adds it to your wallet, it's a Path of Exile purchase, and then it's a PayPal thing. Like for every single one that goes through, you get four emails. It just, that I just find it stupid. That sounds very, yeah, frustrating. Anyway, I didn't mean to bring that up, but. Thanks uh, for that, BK. Thanks <laughs> for that. It's, it's Sorry that I just stupid. ran, you know. I want to find out who you talk to. because all through your, your wounds. I just want one payment. Let me pay you one time. And get my stuff. I just, yeah. anyway, go yeah, on. Yeah, hopefully so I anyway, haven't like bounties. fucked anyone over by saying about it. <laughs> no, I, it makes sense that they have something. Have. They would have, it just seems crazy to me that they don't. It, it It's always surprised me that. I've always thought it was kind of weird that there wasn't gift cards, but I guess they rely on people using Steam gift cards to then buy points or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, it's just tough too, because you can't, like I was. We have a a buddy who played in the private league and he was excited because if he won, he wanted to use it towards a supporter pack. Well, you can't do that because if we're giving out, you know, a 200 point package, they don't let you use that towards supporter packs. So then, and then I was really pissed off with, uh, I was, uh, pissed off with, um, with GGG a couple weeks ago, just because of how the private league setup worked. Something was weird. They wouldn't let us make a hardcore solo self found league, this league in Arch Nemesis. And support told me that it was because of the gauntlet, which made me really angry that because of that, I I wouldn't be able to create a hardcore solo cell phone. Yeah. And so I joked to Tyler, I was like, I'm just giving out, I'm just going to pay people through PayPal. I'm not going to, they can buy whatever they want with it. But we didn't do that in the end. But I just find (laughs) it so weird that a company that needs money uh, makes it so difficult to get money. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Like I, it just, I, I always go to the idea of like a parent wanting to buy their kid you know, some POE stuff for Christmas or a birthday right. or whatever. And you just, you can't, I, I can only imagine sending some parent an email that says, okay, now could you please go and buy this, 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 and this? Like, uh, nope, never yeah. mind. Getting something else. So anyway, so I think we should make one though. I think we should make a, a thing. What are they called? A bounty? Yeah, absolutely. When does it have to be in by? Uh, can we make one tonight? Just before it starts. So by 10 o'clock tomorrow morning. So you can All right, we're making night. one in After Dark. Okay. After Dark today, we'll figure out what it is. Okay. Uh, so anyway, when does your start? It starts on Saturday. Right. So the card will be released at 10 o'clock tonight. That's so people can have some time to plan because some of these challenges are going to require like certain strategies. They can plan what build they're going to play, what sort of like Atlas tree they want to go with, especially since some of them will, some of the challenges will involve interacting with different other league mechanics and systems. So like maybe the board wants you to focus on harvest and blight or something like that. Then so you have to plan that so you know what to do. 
So we right. always give a few hours for consideration. Um, and then tomorrow morning at 1030 my time uh, is when the league actually starts. And is then only 10 days from that. It is trade. Okay. Um, I actually, like one of the things that I do when I'm setting up the card and putting the challenges in certain configurations is I always try and encourage trade. Uh, because going for one particular bingo will usually generate resources for another bingo so that okay. it encourages people to either like sell off stuff that they're generating but not using to people that do need it for their bingo and vice versa. So I try and like create a little bit of an economy at the same time so that it promotes the sort of like cooperation. And you have a lot of people like there's um, there's a couple uh, groups of folks that like are really in that community spirit where like they're like okay i'm done with bingo if anyone else needs stuff for their bingo just get in touch with me i'll help you out we'll get it done etc cetera, etc cetera. and but there's like first couple of days when everyone's going for like the first couple of bingos they're like as bad as like dragons man they're sitting on their horde they don't fucking talk to anybody <laughs> they don't help anybody and then as soon as they leave it's all smiles and rainbows like okay i'm done with mine here you go have everything Because it's based on how fast you get the bingos right um, the first three prizes are, yeah. Okay. And the bounties would be on speed too, but the lotto bingos are for, you know, everyone having a chance to win. And then for for you, for like tracking bounties and the bingos, do they have to record it or how do, how do people, how do you make sure that they did what right. they're supposed so there's to do? A, it it kind of depends on the challenge, some, but some of it is recording and some of it is screenshots. So there's a certain way you can take a screenshot with the league information in the top left or sorry, top right. Mm -hmm. So it like verifies that it is in fact in the league after all. But like, so, so I'm just looking at yours, like the all that glitters is gold, be the first to drop a glitter disc from Zaro's treasure room. Mm -hmm. does, does that have something they'd have to have recorded or they can just screenshot it and put um, it up? Or so how? that would be recording because at least it's not the entire labyrinth. It's just opening the boxes in Zaro's room there at the end after you fight him. Right. Um. So the person that would submit that bounty would just basically be trying to do key runs to get as many keys as possible and then open up those things until it pops out. I thought that was actually kind of a cute bounty. I don't remember who did that. Yeah, because they Aperture. also are giving away Aperture yeah. and they're giving away the golden character right. effect. And they, that, I thought the name title on that it's one very was creative. clever. Yeah. Some were a little bit more creative than others. <laughs> but I thought that... Because isn't the phrase, all that glitters is not gold? Uh, like the real phrase? Yeah, the real phrase. I think so. All that glitters. I don't know. Hang on. I this is it was, where is Justin gold. has an awkward silence and starts typing. Oh, it's time to Google. <laughs> We're going to learn more. You're oh. right. All that glitters is not gold is the actual yeah. aphorism stating that not everything that looks precious or true turns out to be so. I didn't know that it was not. Well, yeah. <laughs> I've always liked gold. Hmm. That's pretty cool. I I would have a very difficult time being that creative. It would take oh, me a very long time. we're coming up with one time. in After Dark. Okay. You yeah, that it's part already of the been decided. Okay. We're coming up with a bounty in After Dark. Awesome. So, yep. All right. You heard it here first. <laughs> Ty's just here. <laughs> It'll it now. already probably be claimed by the time everyone's listening to this on Sunday. Breakfast. Well, breaking the eggs. That's right. It's going to be one of those sites. <laughs> All right. Cool. And so, if people want to join it, what's the easiest way for them to find out? Because this will come out Sunday. So, if people want to still. Hop right. into it. Where's so the best if you way? want to hop into Bingo, even though it's already uh, started, is you can follow the my Twitter. It'll have the Bingo card listed. 
there's information on how to join the actual league there in a post, or you can join the Discord as well, which Sweet. is discord.gg forward slash Bertolney. And uh, that will dump you in, and there's all the specific bingo channels there. Awesome. We'll mm-hmm. link it in the description as well. Yeah. Cool. We had uh, our private league this week. And, How did it go? Uh, uh, it, it was sucked. awful. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. It went fine. Yeah. It was just, we made it way too hard. So we put on, because <laughs> of we're talking my... about this while the gauntlet's on, and we're like, oh, it's too hard. <laughs> well, but it's a, it's a diff. Listen, we're not a gauntlet type of people. Okay. Gauntlet is not, that's not my style of playing the game. We, because in our anger of not being able to create a hardcore solo self-found league, we had to make it softcore, which we haven't done. And it was still solo self-found. And so in an after dark, whilst conversating, <laughs> we decided to add on increased monster damage, increase monster life, increase monster speed and reduce player resistances at the highest level of each of them. Um, individually, they're fine. Combined, uh, was uh, it was dumb. It was dumb. <laughs> I mean, that's the best way to put it, right? It was just dumb. Oh, Mistakes no. were certainly made that after dark, and <gasps> oh, I would say, and it was what I wanted, the and I it, hated exactly. it the most. Oh my goodness! Here, I thought I was winning by getting him to make decisions while he was drunk, and <laughs> the best part was the league. The league started on. Friday last week. It just ended on Monday this week. Uh-huh. So it started, it started, whatever it was, a Friday before that, Monday, but I don't remember. But it started on a Friday. And that Friday, we played for a little bit. And then we did an After Dark episode with a buddy of ours. We had him join because he's new to playing Path of Exile. And so we wanted to talk to him about the game. And he was playing in the private league. Mm-hmm. And we were maybe six hours into the private league at the time that we did that. And mm-hmm. Tyler's comment during that after dark is, I think this is what Path of Exile should be. This is how Path of Exile should always be. And I was like, eh, you're pretty early on. I don't really think that that's true. I think this is too hard and many people would not play. Tyler was r- <laughs> raging. I had a lot of rage quits. <laughs> yeah. I started the how second many character. Uh <clears throat> So I started as a witch and I thought it wasn't working out very well. I started another character that I actually felt was doing a lot better, but it ends up you can't skip Oak and keep progressing. You got to kill Oak and I couldn't kill Oak. So this character that felt better wasn't better. So I go back. So I go back to the witch who I'd passed Oak no problem, but I thought I was doing horribly with and I was having the worst time in the world against Dominus. Um Ended up going back to the witch after I tried my chieftain but couldn't kill Oak and progressed. Hey, I got to act four and I killed Vol, no problem. So, you know, no biggie, right? How many deaths? How many deaths? Two. At that point? Uh, and remember, I didn't die at Vol. Couple- you got to the, you got to Vol. You passed him and that's where you stopped. Uh, yeah, maybe I went a little bit into the mine. I don't remember. No, I think I, I went. Think so. No, I think I got to the point where you're at the waypoint where you're choosing between the two directions, right? You're going into okay. duress or comms. That's where I stopped. Did you get there? Okay. Uh, God, I would have wanted to watch you do comms. 288 deaths. <laughs> We're halfway through act four. That's impressive. That's a feat. Yeah, I was aiming for three, 300, but uh, didn't quite get there. Yeah, it was tough. Yeah, it wasn't. And we had, I mean, people did really well. We had 
people, I think 96 was the highest overall. Yeah, congratulations, Worthick. You got uh, 96, 96, Assassin. You're a big jerk, big turd, but good job, Worthick. But he also got first in two classes, I think, right? Didn't he get two, first yeah, in two classes? Few, yeah, a couple people that got in the top three got first in two. But congratulations to everybody that actually did really well. There was a lot of people that hit in the 90s, some in the high 90s, which, you know, we hate you. But that crazy thing, though, happened. We had two people that actually tied for first because I they saw had that. the That's ex insane. Exact, exact XP. same XP. That is the only thing I could think of is that you got to the next level, you die, and that that's the only way that in my head I could process how that's possible. Yeah, is you level mm -hmm. to ninety one, you die, so you have no yeah zero percent at level right? ninety one. Yeah, that's gotta just, be it. Because I was like, that's how the Fallon who who was the one who technically was second because they they do it based on delve level but we still gave them both credit for first place uh he he made it sound like he had tried to do it and i was like well there's no magician in the world that can just go like well this guy gives x amount of xp so yeah. i'll kill four of those yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was just crazy was, i like, thought they were lying <laughs> like well i mean it was one of the things that we didn't even worry about like when we were actually doing more like non-gauntlet races uh, it was one of those things where we're like, oh, how do we do break? How do we break a tie on XP races? Because it would be like, all right, get as much XP as you can in like two hours, and then like we look at the number and it's like, oh fuck, we don't have to worry about it. Like, there's literally no way right. you can't. Mm -hmm. So it has to be a level threshold or something. Because even the person that's in charge of POV racing was like, yeah, fuck it, never mind. Yeah, it's not gonna happen. It's crazy. And I, as far as I know, both Freaky Dr. and Fallon, um that did tie for points. I think that once they saw it, they just kept it that way. Neither tried to exceed the other. So I thought that was kind of cool. A gentleman's agreement? Yeah, a little fun Apparently. sportsmanship there. So that was pretty cool. If it was Justin, he would have been like, uh, no, and he would have gone to act one, killed one zombie on no. the beach. If I saw that, I would be like, don't touch that. That's <laughs> magic. Like, I just don't. Besides the fact of the idea of getting to the level and then dying, <laughs> I... I'm trying to even find online. I can't even find a thing besides stupid math, which I have no interest in doing math. Uh, what the threshold is at each yeah, at each level know. of I, XP. They, there's a thing that's like, well, penalty part, but, but it's like player level little yeah, X the graph, plus. The XP I'm graph. not doing that stuff. <laughs> if I can't Google it, no thank you. <laughs> We've discovered. Imagine I feel like doing math. I was just going to say, worst. I feel like uh, Justin, if he was in that circumstance, he'd take a picture of the equal XP and then just before the league's going to end, go out and kill that zombie. That's what I think he would have done. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, wait. No, they only told you total XP. I need to, I'm not doing math. I wish it told you like, wait, what was their number? Two? No. It says at 91, at level 91, which is what they were, right? The total XP is actually two million, no, two billion ninety four million nine hundred thousand two hundred ninety one. But they had twenty one, they had two billion one hundred three million. I don't know how. They, I seriously, I, I'm, I'm so, so they're confused. like at that five percent threshold or something. I don't know. That's crazy. They were over the threshold of what you get to ninety one. So they are just magicians. But congratulations to everybody. We hope you had a fun time, even though I was a total grump throughout it all. It was it was a lot of fun, and it'll be fun to do it again. It's super it'll grump. Be it was hilarious. you for yourself. He, oh, you should have seen him. It was hilarious. Oh, like the worst broadcast. And making I'm you like, angry. 
Yeah, I'm like this. Oh, yeah. Good. My yeah, cheek is like so on my face. You know, my cheek is up. My <laughs> fist is like resting on my face. I'm doing nothing. I'm not talking and I'm just like, click, this is stupid. Click, click, <laughs> click. It was awesome. Half the time I'm, I'm forgetting that it's modded, right? That we've made it harder. So half the time I'm just being a grump because I think, you know, oh, but that's so stupid. <laughs> you know, something like that. No, no. But I did the hardest parts that I've always struggled at in hardcore. I did those no problem. And it was the yeah, parts that I never worried about in hardcore <laughs> that I sucked at. So it was extra worse. Anyway. No, no. BK. Improving. Hang, hang on a second. Congratulations to everybody. You're fantastic. And thank you for playing. And we hope you do a lot worse next league. Hopefully it'll be hardcore again. BK, you got to 100 again in a character this league. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Do you do that? Do you do that? Like, just... Uh, like uh, we have a, hates you already now he's like, no no like, no your last I like episode it. Uh, we did an after dark with our buddy oh, no. josh who's new to to uh uh league well he played in delve and then hadn't played since delve gotcha. but he Good got league. to level 100 this league and he was doing um rotations of i don't know he joined some groups that were doing rotations of stuff do yeah. you do that or do you just are you just like you're just chilling i'm playing and i'm gonna get to 100 um i've done it both ways so this hmm. last time was doing a group of doing domain carries. Most of it was like XP I got, and then I did 99 to 100 in the domain just because it's safer and faster. Hmm. And How uh, many times do you run that? I do don't you know? even know. Oh, it's a lot, though. It's just a blur. Hmm. Um, I I have no idea. Because I wasn't streaming or anything during it. It was just like on a Saturday for like four and a half hours. You just find a group, or did you know people, or what? It was just me and a friend. Hmm, we that's had awesome, though. Kind of pooled together resources and bought the stones and ran it together. Good for you. It's fun to do that after hours. Back when Archmage was like really, really strong before they nerfed it, I had an Archmage Hierophant and I hit 100 doing nothing but simulacrums all the way to wave and 20. Was that purposeful or were you yeah. just enjoying it? No, it's just like one, I do love simulacrum as a content. Um, but like yep. the build was just that hardy and tough that like it literally did not matter what the simulacrum mods were put out. Like I could clear it to wave 20 every single time because the character was just that tanky. And so it just was like fun and I did it to kind of prove a point that I could. And so like I just hit, you know, I'd go all the way to wave 20 every single time. Wouldn't, wouldn't log out, wouldn't, you know, leave early, just push through it every single time all the way to 100. It was a lot of what fun. What was the build that you did it this time with? Uh, explosive trap saboteur. Hmm. How, how how is that what you've been playing this league? It's yeah, been primarily what I've played this league. I just got my Omni build off of the ground playing Omni uh, Scourgero. That's what I've been playing the last couple of days, and it's been fun. What can you explain? Like what that is? What's oh, the okay? Build so there's do? one of the there's two new amulets, right? There's Ashes, which is the one that does like the level and quality scaling and has some mana reserve reduction. And the other one is sort of like an attribute stacker. Um, it's called Omni, and basically it takes all of your collective attributes and pulls them into a pile, and you get twenty five percent of like that or something i don't remember exactly how it breaks down but basically it pulls all of your attributes into a giant pile and then based off of what the number it spits out of because it's a range depending on like how the roll on the necklace is you get one percent all res and one percent ellie pen per 10 of this new stat that it creates by smushing all of your other stats together 
And cool. so it's really, really good on elemental builds because it's in a lot of access to elemental penetration and it gives you a lot of res, which means that like, say for example, you can use a lot of damage suffixes. So all of the crits, crit, crit multi, attack speed, cast speed, all this kind of stuff, those are all suffixes and you don't need elemental resistance anymore. So now you can load up all of your gear with either more attributes or some of these other damage scalers instead of having to worry about resistances. All you need is life and chaos res, basically. And so it's been a really, really popular build because it's like insert random elemental skill plus big budget for stat sacking equals damage. And uh, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Um, I'm kind of going a middle of the road approach of trying to find like some sort of middle ground between defense and damage. Like I don't want like... People in softcore are just doing the usual like 3k archer builds, like 3k life and giga damage and just don't get hit forehead sort of thing. But I'm really trying to find like a, I don't know, a middle of the road. It's fun so far? Um, I'm going Ascendant because I like the way the new jewels work with Ascendant because of you just basically get a whole nother sub-ascendancy, which is really powerful in Scion. So the way I have it set up now is actually Berserker, Juggernaut, Deadeye. Because I'm utilizing Berserk as a defensive layer because it's 20% less damage taken and that's just generically very good. So I've got like really, really high, I have like Grace, Determine, or yeah, Defiance Banner and uh, Cap Spell Suppression, Berserk and some other stuff as like my mitigators. And it's been, it's been fun so far. Cool. I saw you working on a kind of a double Scourge Arrow build as well. Yeah, that's what it is. That's oh, the that's only the same build. One. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's the yeah. only build. Okay, so you have yourself. Uh, it's not called self-casting. Is it self-attacking with Scourge Arrow? And then you also have uh, multiple totems as well? Yep. Because of Sweet. the uh, focus Ballista support, is actually like really, really good for Scourge Arrow. Because a Ballista will always channel a, uh, uh, like the Scourge Arrow always to five stacks and then let go. Yep. So you don't get like, you get like your full damage for it. But with yeah. focus Ballista, it, lines up with pod placements. So you have like really, really good concentrated pod damage because they're all focusing their pods in at the same area, almost the same way Toxic Rain is. Because you want to like guarantee that a boss is going to get hit by as many of the thorn arrows that come from the pod as possible. Like you want the most amount of those to actually connect to the boss. And so much so that it was actually a strategy to only get one plus arrow with Scourge Arrow because it changed the pod dispersal from a line to a V-shape. And you would just put the boss in the V and then that would maximize the amount of, you know, pods that was being created. So Focus Bliss is like super, super good for Scourge Arrow in that same sort of way that you're just able to like put a lot of pods down and just like fuck something up. So it's really cool. That is cool. Nice. And uh, you have quite a few characters that you've hit 100 with uh, in terms of it. this league. Was this league harder, easier in, in the easier, middle? Easier, I'd say. Yeah, what made it easier? The state of the game or the league mechanics? The new in-game is absolutely insane. Like the Atlas Passive Tree and all the different mods and stuff that you could add to the game. Like with the Scourge Arrow character, I've been leveling it. She was like, I went from, I want to say like 78 to 91 in like a day okay. of farming. Well, not like a day, but like a stream because of how dense it is. It's like as soon as I get into T14 maps and I was actually just running them white. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? <laughs> I was running them white and with four sextants and uh, all the different league mechanics that are brought in by my uh, 
by my passive tree and then hitting fortune favors. Like I wasn't even going for like the optimal beyond strategy. Like I was just doing fortune favors and rolling the dice and letting it just be whatever it is. Cause that's how my passive tree was set up was just like to kind of min max fortune favors so that I wouldn't spend a lot of uh, chaos. And I was doing like 490 million XP an hour. <laughs> wow. It's like just in mapping on a white map. That's what I kept saying like the entire time. Like this is insane. Like, mm. And well, one of my you. buddies hit 100 by accident just doing the beyond farming strategies. Like it That's just happened because there's just so much XP to be had. Hmm. Do you keep playing a character after you've hit 100 with your, yeah, of course. How, what motivates you? Yeah. It's not yeah. the constant improvement. What is it that you're mm -mm. looking for after 100? Is it just because the build's fun or is it because there's always better gear? Uh, I mean, none of my builds are very expensive anyways. Like a lot of what people, what, I don't know. It's so hard to work with these sort of generalizations, but. I still have that part of me, even though I haven't really done many written guides lately, is I still have that sort of like self-imposed limit of where I try not to spend more than like 20 to 40 X per build um, yeah. because I, I want it to be approachable if I'm going to be distributing POBs to people. Like if they want to take it to 100, 150, 200 X and like really minimize, max the shit out of it because they like the idea, great, go for it. But like for me in general, I would much rather have four to five builds at 20 to 40 X each than one build that's worth multiple mirrors. Like that's just how I am. I like to explore and experience different things rather than be a God at one thing. Yeah. So that's just, it kind of comes down to personal preference at that point in time. Like I kind of put a little bit into it and then kind of back off. Cause I'm, I'm still sitting on quite a bit of a, <laughs> quite a bit. So I think there might be one more project before, before the league is done. Another build. Yeah. There's um, a really cool cremation build that I've seen videos for that I kind of want to go try it. So it might just be my dump dump money build. I don't take it. I mean, it, it goes to standard, but a lot of the time I try and end a league with zero monies if possible by just yeah. dumping everything into some ridiculous meme. I did like Dark Pact Assassin before. That's cool. Some other kind of silly jank stuff that needs lots of money. To be functional that's kind of what the end of the league is for for me and with your with your passive tree have you bounced around with your passive tree this is the first league that has been atlas, out right atlas passive yeah tree. sorry atlas passive tree have you i i did now because i'm trying to finish up some of my challenges i'm going to be getting hit or hitting 40 of 40 this week good for you but it like unfortunately i had you know personal stuff pop pop up in the middle of the league so like there was like two or three weeks there where i didn't play at all and that kind of like brought a huge halt to a lot of like what my strategies were as far as going into the league and how i was going to progress so like my original idea was i was i was the dedicated bosser for a group of friends right and so they were just feeding me all the the boss maps and i was just killing bosses all day every day that was just what i did log on boss maps that was really, really fun to me, but like that, my Atlas was 100% focused on that, which nice. is where I came up with a strategy of kind of like min maxing fortune favors because, like, when I'm just doing nothing but bosses, there's no real reason to um, do sextants and scarabs and all this other kind of stuff just because, like, a lot of the boss maps either are random because they're the ones that are inhabited by certain guardians or like they're, you know, like the. Minotaur's map and stuff like that. It's just not good for farming anyways. Like it's not a good layout considering right, the entire yeah. Atlas can be tier 16 and you can focus on something like Cemetery, which has like good card drops and all that other kind of stuff. Like it's just not worth to put it in. So 
I wanted to get some juice out of it, but then not like have to focus too hard on it. So I was like, well, I can always just roll fortune favors and see what happens. So that's how my tree was set up. Like strong boxes, harbinger, uh, rituals, like that kind of stuff. And then I just ran bosses. Did you find specking into bosses worth it? Like, did you oh, find absolutely. the percentages really returned your reward? For sure. There is um, entire strategies basically to create as many boss maps as possible. And I was dropping quite a few myself as I was doing them. So nice. I think, yeah, even despite of me being fed bosses, uh, I still came up with quite a few on my own. I didn't really, I thought it was far more generous than it had been as far as hmm. access to Shaper and Elder and Cyrus. And what about the return with your fortune favors, the brave setup? Did you find that return running white maps legit? No, I didn't always run white. So when I was bossing, um, I was actually like rolling them. Yeah. Uh, it's just like with this latest character, because I just wanted to have safe XP rather than profits that yeah, I was yeah, leaving that's, the, that's, the maps that's white. That's the experience I'm referring to. I'm not, didn't mean to combine them in your head. Oh, okay. I just meant like, yeah, more recently. Yeah, I, I imagine. I mean, it's hard to feel like, because <laughs> I'm doing, at this point in time, I'm burning maps for completion of challenges rather than profit. So I don't know. I'm at least getting the cost of the map and the fortune favors back easy peasy. Um, but I don't know about all the sextants and scarabs and stuff like that. I have no idea. You getting it back in raw currency or in sales? We're getting it back in XP. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm burning money for XP, basically. I'm adding pack size. Now, whether that pack size actually distributes out to a profit, I have no idea because that's not what I'm focused on. I'm just get as much XP as quickly as possible and get the maps done as quickly as possible. But nice. the original idea was to have the boss character and get to a good spot with that and then roll like a, a more like map farming character. So I would have, if I had been able to, like I was going to do KB Fever Wander. So okay. that's oh, wow. the Corrupting Fever. Corrupting Fever. Um, using kinetic blast to spread the fever everywhere because it's got a really nice AOE, really fun and zoomy. Um, and then I was going to do like a more dedicated farm sort of tree with that, with like different types of points. So like I was planning on respecting three times the Alice tree, one for bossing, okay. one for farming, and then one for challenge completion. Because hmm. some of the challenge completion wanted you to have like either certain outcomes from previous league mechanics or you know, have like a certain situations happen. And so like you'd have to change a couple of points around just for that anyways. So I figured by the end of the league and after all that farming, I'd have plenty of the regret points. So it didn't really matter. But, you know, best laid plans and all that life gets in the way from time to time. So on occasion, still going to hit 40 occasion. out of 40. So. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, which is crazy. 100, 100 is still going to hit 40 to 40. So, you know, what's, we um, do what we what's do. your, th what's your thoughts on the current, end game like is this fantastic is this, uh, the best uh, it's ever yeah. been pewee yeah. has never been i mean like <laughs> 10 out of 10 best league i never played because i didn't fucking <laughs> right. play arc nemesis at all but i played the shit out of the game for the last couple of weeks when i wasn't yeah. playing the yeah, new end is. game is so much fun it feels so good like the progressing through the, the maps feels um natural again kind of like because i started in 3.8 which is when it was from tier one to the middle, which was the four guardians and then Shaper in the very, very middle of the compass. Like that's when I started. Yep. Ah, uh, the good old so, days. Yeah. Back in my day. <laughs> but so it has that you sort of me? nice linear <laughs> track again. <laughs> you sassing me. 
so yeah, I just like that. And then the agency provided, I like the idea of the Atlas Pass of Tree mostly because it's customizable to your build as well as the content that you like. Mm -hmm. um, and it takes a lot of pressure off of like, okay, now I have to have sextants and I have to have scarabs and I have to have this and I have to have that. Like you can just kind of like map casually and still make money, which is really cool. But you can also tailor your experiences. So like for the longest time, like the biggest, I think, anxiety over choosing a league starter for most players is like, how do I be the best at everything? Because everything is so profitable. Like I need a build that kills bosses, is super zoomy, can clear, can do this, can do that. And there was like, I have to choose the best one. And this new in-game and the new passive tree is really good at being like, okay, well, I really like playing this build at a league starter because it's cheap, you know, easy to scale. It's affordable. It's something that I know it's in within my budget. And then I can pick these Atlas passives and these activities to do and I can still make money. Like I started at a single target trap skill which it would have been like the worst fucking decision of my life in previous iterations of the Atlas because I wouldn't have any clear or anything. That, but I was able to choose a lot of like essences, strongbox, uh, rituals, harbingers, all of these sort of league mechanics that that you benefit from having a very strong single target. Like the essence nodes where it's like, oh, here's an essence. It's got seven lines on it. And as soon as you bust it out, it's instantly duplicated. I was dropping those instantly because I could put all my traps down. And then open it up and boom, pick it all up, keep going. Like, Can I have a closet confession right here? Uh-oh. I just discovered last episode, I think it was after dark, so only like a couple people heard it. A couple million, I mean. I didn't know that some essences rolled like a chaos. <laughs> he was so dumbfounded when I it said it. It blew my like, mind. <laughs> it was only a couple leagues ago that they changed it, though, so don't feel too really? bad. Really? It wasn't only yeah. a couple leagues ago? Justin, why didn't you tell me to make me feel better? Anyway, go ahead. That's not my job. That's my closet confession. The essences are really powerful for early crafting and just crafting in general. I really like them. I did them in our private league. I did not do them in the main league and loved it. It was so much fun. I I wasn't entirely sure why I didn't do it in my main atlas, but in the private league, I had so much fun with essences. Now, BK, I didn't mean to interrupt you, though. Did you have more to say? I have no idea. If you were to do then an atlas just based on fun per hour you're finished all your goals you've done everything or maybe you're getting graded on how much you smile throughout your your gaming experience what would be like your what mechanics would you invest to for your fun per hour atlas it kind of depends on what sort of build i'm playing and my favorite content in the game is simulacrums always and forever they're fun they're challenging it's really fast paced as far as like the the wave system i don't know if it's because i've Played a lot of sort of like it's it's kind of tower defensey without it being fucking here's you know blight turrets and all this other kind of crap you have to manage but it has that sort of like wave feel to it where really intense combat and then a little bit of a break a really intense combat a little bit of break and it's got that nice sort of mix between here's a bunch of rewards and then here's some really hard stuff to do the mods changing and creating new challenges and uh the bosses are kind of fun too like, I like the damage patterns between Kosis and I call him Slapchop. I have no idea what his name actually is. The one with the giant axe. <laughs> He's just Slapchop to me. I've totally met him and killed him a thousand times. <laughs> hmm. I have no idea what it is. It's like Omniphobia or Omni... I don't know. Om yeah, probably. probably. Who, who knows? 
But yeah, I just, I, and there's just, I love everything about simulacrums. It's really fun. Okay. And it's even got that little bit like of a gamble sort of stuff into it too, because you can get like a unique or I think you can get multiple uniques out of it now that it goes all the way to 30. And like, so you see a voice is dropped and you're like, Ooh, what is it? And like, sometimes it's a good one. Sometimes it's a bad one. So there's like that. It's kind of like that microcosm of all of the best POE experiences like in one. So mm. pretty much like heaven to me is just an entire stash tab full of simulacrums with a build strong enough to just kind of brain off them. That's awesome. How, what's the farthest you've been to a simulacrum tie? Do you know? I haven't done one. No. I've never. Ever? No. The league when no. it came out as a league was too fast for a player like myself. I, I wasn't fast enough to actually keep up. Like mm. defense was different then, right? So when you're going defense first, then, but you're a slower player like myself, you just couldn't keep up. Like my righteous fire character, I would, it could handle the the offense they had, but I didn't have the offense to progress fast enough and keep up with the wave. And then when it turned into uh, every now and then mechanic, I mean, it was how much like 16 chaos, I think it was in the for the the Xana the Xana modifier. And uh, it wasn't something that I, when the old Atlas tree existed and it had, you know, all the different regions, I, I wasn't the type of player where I would only focus on one region for one mechanic. I just liked playing whatever maps dropped and I would play the map of the highest tier that I had the most of, of that highest tier. And so I would end up in my regions quite randomly. And so there wasn't really a focus and investment in it. So never really had the opportunity until now. And uh, I'm I'm excited for it. My next Atlas passive tree, if they allow free respecs, is definitely going to be fully loaded into Delirium. But never done one. You get a free respec every league. For characters, we'll find out about the Atlas passive. Um, no, you get Atlas. You can reset it every single league. What are you talking about? I get a new Atlas passive. Atlas, my Atlas passive, passive tree? tree. Yeah, it's new every single league. I hate you. So, anyway, league only player. How far have you gone? <laughs> I did twenty. I did the the 20 when it what used to be the cap. I don't know that I actually tried it since they increased the cap. Wasn't 28, 29 and 30 are fucking bonkers. I can't imagine does it does it still scale in difficulty so 20 is still the same difficulty as it used to be? Yeah. I don't know that I would go much further than that then cuz I I mean maybe if I was building something specifically around that I found it tough. It yeah. gets like hectic. Mm -hmm. Like really crazy. It's all of a sudden just like, "Hey, here's everyone." Yeah. Uh, so. For me, wave 30 became sort of like, it's not something I would get to every single time. And then when I got there, it was mostly just RNG and fishing. Because like I'd have certain mods that would basically completely neuter my damage. Right. And uh, so it was always sort of like the RNG of getting to wave 30 with mods that were approachable, which was like the main determining factor of whether or not I'd clear it. Like if I hit it with like, Reduced effective ailments and fire res, like there, I was fucked. There was no way I was going to be able to kill. Like, cause the bosses would have so much HP, and especially right, Tosis, because yep. he has that energy shield that he likes to replenish when he does his big channel into the big, mm -hmm. the big bubble. Like, I wouldn't be able. To, I like, there's just no way. It would take like years, and then like he would do so much damage to me because of all of his crazy mods that I'd have to like play perfectly, or I'd get one shot. So anything taking like years and years and years and then getting like one shot through what are normally reasonable defenses. Yeah. It's just like, oh my God. <laughs> when when the mods rolled at the beginning of each wave? Yeah, at the beginning of each wave, you get to see them before you initiate that wave. Hmm. Yeah, the process of it, like the idea behind the simulacrum is really cool because you 
kind of talk to them at the beginning and then start the wave and you know what you're about to get, but it, it ramps up. I remember by like, I, again, I didn't, haven't done it since they changed it, but I, I do remember once I would hit like 15, 16, I'd be like, well, let's see if this works. Yeah. Expecting fully that it would not. Yeah. It's fun though. All right, Ty, are we done your list? Yeah. Did we clear your list? Cleared my list. Sweet. It's nice that to just, see you, BK. I'm glad yeah. you're here. It just means it's after dark time. It is. But you're, are you are you good for later, of BK? Course. Like, yes. you can join us for after dark? Yep, yep, It's yep. what, like six and a half hours away, probably? Sure. Why not? Right Somehow on, the time right difference. Do you guys do, do you guys do, uh, uh, what's the daylight savings? Yeah, yeah, we do. I don't understand how we got three hours apart. I could have sworn we were always four hours apart. It's always been three. I don't believe you. Nope. Disagree. It's someone else that's four and a half. No, and that's so, weird. Yeah, that is weird. Uh, all right. Well, let's uh, let's wrap this up and then uh, we will hang out in After Dark. Thank you, BK, for joining us for 131. Thanks for having me. Always a pleasure. It was a blast. Thanks, everybody, for joining us for episode 131 of Forever Exile, the Path of Exile podcast. I'm Justin A.K. Tags. Tyler Recker of Days. Number one. Ah, it's so good. I don't even have to say anything anymore. Patrons, we'll catch you guys in After Dark. Everybody else, we'll see you in episode 132 next week. You can find BK's information down below if you're looking for it. Uh, we got a website, foreverxl.com. We're on Twitter, foreverxl82. We have a Discord, which you should be on if you're not. And uh, Patreon and other things are down below on our website. Bye. Wow, no bye. <laughs>